Good morning, and welcome to the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. With the always evolving world of cyber threats and defense, you need a source you can trust. FBI retired Special Agent Darren Mott guides you through today's intricate cyber landscape and brings you the latest headlines and insights and what it means to you. Let's dive into today's cyber news. Good morning, friends. It is Thursday, November 16th, 2023, one week from Thanksgiving. And you're probably wondering, will there be a podcast on Thanksgiving? Indeed, there will be. So if you're bored on Thanksgiving, you need 15 minutes of time to kill just to get some cyber intelligence, uh, I'll be, I, I will have one out. So just in case you were wondering, which I'm sure probably no one was even asking themselves that question, but hey, thought to me, thought came to me as I was announcing the day. Uh, a lot of news today. I mean, I, I honestly could talk for an hour on just some of these news articles. And some of these I'm going to go through very quickly because it's just, it's not really going to be a big shocker that it happened. Um, there's probably not a lot of intelligence to glean from it, but just kind of goes to show the the depth and breadth of cyber crime and cyber issues just all across the world. So let's get right into it. Um, this is from, this is good news from the Hacker, the hacker News. Uh, U.S. takes down the IP Storm botnet and the Russian Moldovan mastermind pleads guilty. So not only was infrastructure taken offline, but someone going, to jail. The U.S. government on Tuesday announced the takedown of the IP Storm botnet proxy network and its infrastructure as the Russian and Moldovan national behind the operation pled guilty. Um, and so there's a quote here that talks about what that is. Sergey Makinin, who developed and deployed the malicious software to infiltrate thousands of internet connected devices between June of 2019 and December 2022, faces a maximum of 30 years in prison. So that's good. Now, how did they arrest him? That's a good question. That's the question I have. Let's see if it even says. It does not say how he was arrested, but allegedly they, he was captured somehow. So thumbs up on that. Um, part, of his, part of his plea deal was probably to give up his information. He has to forfeit his cryptocurrency wallets linked to what he did. Um, and I will say, uh, unfortunately for Mr. Uh, Mackin, and he was he did not make a ton of money from this 550000 over the course of time of the three years, which I mean, it's a lot of money, but there's a lot more uh, bad guys making a lot more money than that. And he's going to go 30 years. So at least someone's going to jail. So thumbs up on that. Well done, um, FBI. From cybernews.com, next couple are going to come off, come from the cyber news site. That one and Bleeping Computer are probably put my two best sources of information that I, I pull from. So if you don't follow those, I recommend it. Um, this one is Stephanie Shepard reporting. Henry Schein data breach, banking details exposed. Global healthcare distributor Henry Schein has upgraded its October 15th cyber incident. Again, there it is, cyber incident in quotations to a full-blown data breach, warning suppliers and customers that sensitive data such as bank account and credit card information has been compromised. The company sent out separate notices to customers and suppliers on November 13th with updated details about the unfolding cyber investigation. Now, what would be great from this is to see the postmortem of A, how did the bad guys get in? What exactly did they do and how they do it? That'd be fantastic. Maybe we'll see it down the road. Um, as a precautionary measure, Henry Shine is encouraging all customers and suppliers to change the passwords of bank and credit card accounts, enhance account transaction authorization, in other words, turn on multi-factor authentication, review recent debits for suspicious activity. I'd also recommend that they start paying attention to potential for business email compromise attacks. So people getting invoices that are fictitious and, and stuff like that. So have a, if you're a Henry Shine customer or supplier, um, look forward to that. So in this case, this is a, this, the, the, the entity that's believed to have hacked Henry Shine is Alpha V Black Hat. We 
talk about them all the time. They uh, claim to have exfiltrated 35 terabytes of sensitive data from the firm. Now, I'm going to guess that this is a fairly um, robust company in the form of, you know, how much income they make. So you would think they could afford cybersecurity, but here we are, they got compromised. And what's that mean? If you're small and medium sized business, you need to figure out someone to help you right away. There are cheap options. I am one of them. So feel free. I'm a shameless plug, but if you're a small, medium sized company or you know someone, have them reach out to me. I'll, I'll talk to them for free for an hour and kind of talk about what they should do, that kind of thing. But anyway, shameless plug. Shameless plug. Uh, in this vein of cyber intrusions, Vavilius Petkowskis reporting Tyson Foods claimed by the Snatch ransomware gang. So chicken's going to get a whole lot more expensive. Tyson Foods, the world's second largest chicken, beef, and pork processor, has apparently fallen victim to a ransomware attack. Or at least it's not a cyber incident. At least they're saying it's a ransomware attack. Snatch ransomware cartel has claimed Tyson's Foods posting the gang on its uh, blog used to showcase its latest victims, as well as the gang's Telegram channel. Um, they reached out uh, the... Uh, New site here, reached out to Tyson's Food, got no comment. We'll probably hear more as the week goes on. Tyson, if you're wondering, has revenues of $53 billion. You would think again that they would be able to afford cybersecurity. Yet here we are. The company employs 142,000 people, supplies chains such as KFC, Taco Bell, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, other outlets with meat-based dishes. Uh, this is similar to what happened to JBS a couple years ago, another um, meat um distribution company. So these bad guys are just are looking for vulnerabilities. These companies have vulnerabilities and they're getting in. And as we continue to talk about compromises, this is from, again, Willis Petkowskis reporting again, Ohio City severely disrupted by ransomware attack. Huber Heights in Ohio was hit with a cyber attack that expected to limit access to local services for at least a week. Another attack impacted a county in North Carolina. Huber Heights in Ohio City Oh, I'm sorry, in Ohio City, with nearly 45,000 residents has been struggling with a ransomware attack since November 12th. According to city officials, the attack has impacted several divisions such as zoning, engineering, tax, finance, utilities, human resources, economic development. And these particular attacks are especially devastating to municipalities because they just don't have the money for good cybersecurity. They're probably using outdated systems. They haven't probably patched what they should have patched. And the bad guys figured out someone to click a link. And here we are. So now, they mentioned the North Carolina company. So this apparently is similar to another attack in Bladen County, North Carolina. The That county doesn't officially specify ransomware, although they said they did have, quote unquote, discovered irregularities in the institution systems. So I love to just say it, just say what it is. It's not, I mean, you're, you're a municipality. People are not going to stop using your services because you got compromised. But again, this just goes to show the depth and breadth of targets it doesn't matter who you are. Everyone is a target. And so people, um, you know, you need to come up with ways to improve your security, improve. And this, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to go off on a tangent here. And this is going to be the Friday op-ed. It has to do with leadership. Cyber leadership is lacking in the cybersecurity world. Not that there aren't leaders that know what they're doing. It's that there's not enough leaders helping enough entities to, to do that kind of thing. So we'll have more on that on Friday. Um, Gintaris Radowskis reporting for Cyber News, credit card skimming in fashion as we dive into the holiday shopping. So as we know, next week, next Friday will be Black Friday. 
then that following Monday will be Cyber Monday. So now people are going to start obviously going online to buy Christmas presents and holiday presents and things like that. Just understand the bad guys are out there waiting for you. Online stores are not always as secure as you might think they are. And yet you need to hand over your valuable credit card information in order to buy anything. This is from the company Malwarebytes. This means that being careful when you shop might not be enough. If a merchant's website is hacked, any purchase can be intercepted by bad actors and malicious code can be completely invisible to shoppers. This is uh, obviously, it's not a new problem, but it's a more sophisticated problem because just like technology evolves, cybercrime evolves with it. So am I saying don't go online and shop? No, but just be careful where you're shopping and make sure you know where you're shopping. And if you do put your credit card Actually, you know, the best thing to do is have a single credit card with a limited credit line that you use for online shopping. Go to your bank, ask for a $2,000 credit line credit card and only use that. That way, if it is compromised, your worst you're going to do, the bank's going to lose 2000 bucks and then you'll be protected by Visa MasterCard. So I would recommend you do that um, because we're going to see a lot. This is uh, in December. It's going to be all about this. People going online, having their information stolen because of poor security, poor understanding of the threats out there uh, because again, people do not understand the threats targeting them. From darkreading.com, Becky Bracken reporting, Rackspace ransomware costs soar to nearly $12 million. This particular article highlights the long tail costs of a cyber attack. Um, Financial disclosures uh, filed over the past year show that Rackspace technology has continued to Okay, this is this is poor writing, but this is what it says to rack up expenses and losses following last year's December ransomware attack on one of its hosted Microsoft Exchange servers. So far, the incident costs have soared well into eight figures. Rackspace is a Texas based cloud computing service provider, largely for small and medium businesses. Declined to comment on the story and on its financial statements, but this just goes to show that the problem that cybercrime is right it's it's not i mean and we all know it's a problem if you're listening to this, this podcast you know it's a problem but people there's other people that don't they think okay i'm going to put all my stuff all my data into this cloud service provider rack space and my threat is over it is not people you have to understand everybody is targeted you have to be careful what where you put your data figure out what your crown jewels are and make sure you have them in a place that you're comfortable with. I'm going to guess that most of these small and medium-sized businesses that are using Rackspace didn't do any kind of, didn't do enough due diligence to determine how Rackspace's cybersecurity was set up. Now, I don't know, again, the depth or how they got in, and chances are there is no reporting on the particular matter, which, again, would be useful to know how the bad guys got in, and I don't see this in the article anywhere. But, again, this is why... Other entities can't be protected because then we're not sharing intelligence. need to share intelligence. I wish people would listen to that. Believing Computer, Ionet Elascu reporting, Samsung hit by new data breach impacting UK store customers. Samsung Electronics is notifying some of its customers of a data breach that exposed their personal information to an unauthorized individual. (laughs) This is pretty poor reporting, especially because I'm going to assume... Well, no, UK is not part of the EU anymore, so maybe this, the GDPR doesn't impact them. But the company says a cyber attack, a cyber attack impacted only customers who made purchases from the Samsung online store between July 1st, 2019 and June 30th, 2020. I'm going to guess that is not true. I'm guessing we will see more of this and it will be more than just UK customers. But they said they, okay, here's a good one from this article. Samsung discovered the data breach two days ago on November 13th and determined that it was the result of a hacker exploiting a vulnerability in a third-party application the company used. Now, perhaps they patched that hole and the hacker didn't have access anymore after June 30th, 2021, but 
this is an interesting, this will, this will require additional watching simply because there's more to this than we're going to see. But again, if you're a Samsung user, even if you're not a UK store customer, change your passwords, do all that stuff right now. Um, from Bleeping Computer, Sergey Gatlin again. Toronto Public Library confirms data stolen and ransomware attacks. So here we go. This is a public library being hacked with, by ransomware. What does a ransomware group think they're going to get from a library? Well, keep in mind, they don't know they're hacking the library. They have landmines out there online that they're hoping someone clicks on in an email or on a website. Information is downloaded. The ransomware runs. Then the bad guys know that they have a target. And then they start the the negotiations for the ransom. So the point being here that um, you have to, again, it's anybody's a target. Now it does say here that as Canadians largest, Canada's largest public library system, they have a budget exceeding $200 million. Apparently some of that was not used for cybersecurity, but I digress. All right, SC Media, scmagazine.com rather. Google search ads abused to spread ransomware by Alfie and Black Hat as we just mentioned. Ransomware gang Alf V and Black Cat is responsible for a string of Google search ads that use major brands as lures to distribute ransomware over the past three weeks. Targeted our businesses and public entities, this campaign adds to a recent string of breaches perpetrated by the cyber gang Alf V Black Cat, according to E Centire researchers. So there's more information on this if you want to look at it. Just I mean again, just making the point here that the best, there's stuff everywhere. And so you have to be careful where you're browsing. If you're a business owner, do not let your employees browse on your, browse the web, websites on your network. They have phones. They can use their phones to do all that kind of stuff. Block all that stuff. Make it for mission critical type of activity. But it is what it is. Malicious Google search ads are now in vogue. And we're going to see more of this going forward. All right, running short on time here. This is the last one um, from Info Security Magazine. And this is just a, a similar to what I just mentioned, but Python package index faces security crisis within validated leaks. Security researchers have discovered a total of 3,938 unique secrets on um, PyPy, the official third-party package management system for Python, the Python community. Um, and 768 of them are validated as authentic. So uh, if you're a Python user, just be aware that there is... Um, malware in your packages when you download them. Just be careful where you get it from. I just, I just note this, that this was just kind of a headline that was interesting. Cause I know a lot of people obviously are Python programmers. They use it for business. They use it for personal stuff. Bad guys are targeting it. That is a lot of news in a whole short form of time, short amount of time. If you want to read more about these, these particular news items, the links are all in the show notes, or if you're watching this on, if you're listening to this on LinkedIn, they're right there in the message that pops this up. As always, I thank you for taking the time to download and listen. I'm running short on time. So I'm going to kick out of here quick. Just know that knowledge is protection. If we understand the threats targeting us, we can assess our risk, proceed wisely. Thanks so much. Op-ed Friday tomorrow. Cyber Smart Morning News is written and produced by CyberGuy Productions. Feel free to email thoughts, comments, or suggestions to Darren at thecyberguy.com or follow Darren on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash in slash Darren Mott. Thanks for listening.